Oh wow, that is just like the weirdest. That sounded crazy. Welcome to when a guy has a really fucked gender. As always, I'm your host Jolene, and I'm joined today by Lua. Lua, say hello to the audience. Fuck is up. How's it going? It's going, I. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I just had sex with three women, and they're all in my bed right now. Oh fuck! So we got like an audience. Yeah, no, you have like an audience. It's really great. Is Aroni there? Or... Yeah, Aroni is there. Uh, okay. I... Yeah, me <laughs> and Aroni. <laughs> hey, Aroni. Long time. I miss you. I miss you too. Um, I mean, we see each other on Twitter all the time, but yeah, we... yeah, I was I, I was thinking today about when we got lunch in fucking middle of nowhere, Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Now in New York. Sorry. This isn't the Aroni episode, although there was an Aroni episode, the second episode of the podcast, but this is the Lua episode. This Lua. is the Lua episode. Hello, how are you doing? Yes. yes. Lua, how would you describe your gender? Um, I would describe my gender. I am a genderqueer black trans woman. I am a self-identified AGP. I guess I also like uh consider myself like kind of a sissy, I guess. Um I I don't know. Like, it's, it's a lot of different things. Like, I just think, like, gender's a bit of a farce. I use, like, it's, it's pronouns, but I don't expect anyone to actually do that on purpose. Like, anytime someone calls me she and says, I was sorry, I'm like, wow, you're such a fucking stifled idiot. This is really stupid. Like, I'm obviously a woman, no shit, but at the same time, if you call me by it pronouns and you're just, like, stammering trying to figure out how to do a sentence like that, I think that's really funny, and I think I would love to see you try to do that. Yeah, that's that's fun. I I sort of have a kind of similar thing with right, like I use Z pronouns, but um, mostly just like because I think you should have at least like one challenging pronoun there for people to like. I don't know. Just it, I just like want to see how people like triangulate around it, right? Like, yeah, it's it's more. I guess for me, it's more just like curiosity than like. <laughs> Yeah, um, no. I mean, like, I don't believe in, like, Blanchard or anything, but I just kind of want to be, like, the autogynophile final boss. Like, I just kind of want to be the thing that every turf is afraid of, kind of, a little bit, sort of, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, oh my god, this woman transitioned on the internet, and she's just, like, got a real fuck gender, and she's real crazy, and she's, like, a top, and real weird, and oh my god, I can't handle it. Like, it's just fucked up. Hell yeah, hell yeah. No, I mean that that comes across in that comes across in your music, like. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like kind of the whole point of the music is like the satire is like you know oh it's like a crazy online black trans woman who's been through a lot of shit then like she's making music and it's just like really shitty fucked up AGP music that sounds horrible and like that's the whole point. Yeah, it was. I don't. I wouldn't say it sounds horrible. I don't know. It's it's listenable. <laughs> It's something. It's something. It's, yeah, I was I was like, oh, okay, I like this. You know, I can yeah. see this. It's it's fun. It's fun live more than anything, and I kind of don't really care about the studio recordings too much. Uh my new album has a song on it that literally is just called AGP. Um it's going to be Hell really, yeah. yeah, it's a really fun song. So, yeah, no, yeah, I actually really like making music. Like the thing is really kind of crazy is that like I've been like a canceled musician for like my entire transition. Like, that's just a thing I've had to deal with. What'd you get canceled for? Oh, my fucking God. I let this black trans woman, like, live at my house, right? 
Mm-hmm. And like when I was living with her, like two things happened that like really got me canceled. One, I was 25 and it was 2020 and I was really lonely. So this like black trans woman hit me up and she was like, oh my God, we should hook up. And I was like, oh my God, I never have sex with other black women. I should totally do this. Right. And she was like 18. I was 25. And I was like, oh, uh, whatever. I'll just fuck up everyone once. And I did. And I told my two trans, my two trans med friends, the homeless trans woman who was living in my house and, uh, Titmouse, this fucking Twitter bitch who no one cares about. Um, like I told her, oh hey, like I had sex with this eighteen year old black trans girl, and they were like, that's evil. And I was like, how's that evil? She's an adult. Like it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? And like, uh, they were mad about that, and then they also got mad at me for rubbing my leg on uh the black trans girl to say hi to her, and she told me that apparently that was sexual assault, and also it was fucked up that I. Uh, walked around my house with my tits out um because i'm evil uh but yeah no the black trans girl is like really crazy and like posted my porn to a venue one time (laughs) uh which was kind of an evil thing to do um and like a bunch of people canceled me on twitter on my previous account um and it was it was like kind of a lot it was really annoying um but yeah i like definitely had like a bunch of meltdowns on the internet about it and it like just wasn't good you know yeah it sounds uh, real real yeah yeah it it seems every everything there sounds extremely inflated but that's i mean no i mean they definitely like tried to blow it out of proportion and be like yeah yeah no yeah yeah no she like she must be like predatory for doing like so much hard kink stuff on like her only fans or whatever and i'm like that's really silly yeah. guys yeah like yeah it's, yeah um okay well i don't know i was just curious about the question yeah but no that's a um well i'm glad you're thriving um i don't I'm actually thriving. know are you thriving are you thriving i started a band recently with uh, another black trans girl and i'm having a great time <laughs> It's been a lot. Um, I've just kind of been existing as a broke musician for most of my transition, and like, I've been enjoying it. I've been like having a good time with it. Hell yeah, that's good. It's yeah, important to enjoy your transition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, sure, yeah. some parts of it have been complete hell, and being a musician is like the most annoying part of my fucking life. But I also love doing it, so I can't like stop doing it at any point. I guess. Yeah, you can listen to Lua's music. Uh, it's Worm Mother on Spotify, by the way. I realize we haven't said that now. It'll be down. There'll be a link down in the description. But yeah, um, um, Worm yeah, Mother on Spotify. It, at Gruesome Girl or at Worm Mama on all platforms. Uh, for all, on all things, if you want to find me, I guess it's whatever. Um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll link your your TikTok or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. I'm sorry. Or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, nah, I don't know. I just kind of like existing on the internet. It's fun. Like, yeah. I've been doing it for a really long time, and I, I think mo- most of my transition has just been, like, really out on the internet. Like, I think when I started transitioning, like, I, unlike other trans women, like, was very public online. Like, I went to punk shows all the time, and, like, the beginning of my transition was, like, just going to punk shows and, like, in a skirt and, like, not even on estrogen yet, just, like, fully femmed up and, like, going to a punk show and, like, beating the shit out of white dudes 
<laughs> like in the pit? Yeah, all the time. Or just generically. Okay, hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> in the pit, obviously. <laughs> Consensually. Consensually beating up white dudes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My transitions have been like really weird. I definitely know that I'm like, I don't believe in Blanchard or anything. I don't think like any of the things he says like matter, right? Right. <laughs> but I think. I think, like, the description of AGP is accurate. I remember, like, the first time it occurred to me that I might be a woman was when I, it was almost Halloween, and I was like, what should I dress up as for Halloween? And I, like, jokingly thought, maybe I should dress up as Masato from Evangelion, and then I started, like, moaning for, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I thought it was hot. It'd be hot to be a woman. Wouldn't it be hot to cross-dress as a woman? And then I just started doing it more. It was great. Um, and that was I kind of your your sort of your on ramp to transition. Uh, that was my on ramp to cross dressing. I don't know if it was my on ramp to transition. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. Like I think I spent like a whole year just kind of like, um, like cross dressing a lot and like going places and being like, I'm not really a sissy because like I go out places like this, so that makes me better than them. And uh. Just not really, like, kind of just really hard coping into not being a trans woman until, like, as I was fucking this black trans woman that I was with, I was like, oh, transition looks like yours, so maybe I should, like, get on estrogen, and then, like, I waited till the pandemic to actually get on estrogen. Um, I don't know. Also, I think, like, before I was, like, even doing any of that, I just was, like, a bisexual chaser dude, like, for, like, a year. Okay. Like, yeah, I uh, had sex with, like, 20 twinks and trans women for, like the bulk of my transition and like was dating a evil trans Italian girl who like ruined my life. But also I kind of needed to date her probably would have made my life a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, no, like it was actually like, it was like a hard transition, but like it was worth it. You know, like I appreciate like where I'm at now and I feel like I'm happier in most of my relationships now. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Go back to the three naked women in my bed. That's definitely helpful. Yeah, no, that sounds yeah. nice. <laughs> it is. It is actually nice. Um, hell yeah. <laughs> um, what's so okay? So you're like, hmm. I feel like we've gotten so much of this kind of um, the recent history. I don't know. I, I I like to. Did you listen to any of the? Have you listened to the podcast at all? I've listened to a Roni's episode to a degree. Okay. Like fully like delved into your podcast uh, history. Okay. Wise. Oh, just because I always like to ask people about like their childhoods. <laughs> oh God! Um. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> sure. If you want to ask me about my childhood? That sounds great. <laughs> what was it like? Uh. I don't know. I think talking about my childhood is a bit of a loaded question. I like. Lived in Queens for a little while when I was, like, four years old. I think the only, like, uh, apparent memory I have is, like, uh, sitting with my mom and, like, she crossed her legs on the train. And I was like, why are you crossing your legs on the train, mom? And she was like, oh, because women cross their legs on the train. And so I crossed my legs on the train with my mom for, like, an hour. Um, and uh, I went to a school. I don't remember anything about it. I just remember that my braids were in the way because I had, like, long braids. Um, and I, like, asked to cut them off, which really sucks, because I wish I had long hair when I was, like, a kid. That would have been awesome. But, uh, yeah, no, I was, like, really, I had a lot of ADHD. I didn't talk um, at all um, for a really long time until, like, 
I kind of like started going to like secondary classes um, for like special kids. And then like I started talking more and I had like this, uh, I met like this white kid who I was like best friends with. His name was Greg. Um, he was a cool guy, but he was also like definitely a zoophile. So that was like also a problem. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Was that, um, wait, what, what, um, was that, you said, was that in like middle school or? Um, that was, I met him in elementary school, but then like, we okay. continued to be friends. We continued to be friends in like middle school all the way up to high school. And like, he was homeschooled and like played a lot of World of Warcraft. And like, I went to actual school and like was socialized. My parents started to hate him because like, he started wearing like Misfits t shirts and shit. Um, okay. <laughs> and like, he wore like Misfits t shirts and trip pants and like, kind of looked like a t-boy honestly it was really funny um i remember like in high school like uh around the end of our friendship like we had a sleepover at his house and we like almost kissed and that was like kind of cute i don't know he's a cute white guy i kind of liked him um i watched porn on his computer a lot i remember doing that that was the thing i did um i also had like a lot of other friends i guess like uh being a kid was okay i had a really abusive household like my house was really dysfunctional um my dad is just like a straight up pervert like just one of the worst fucking people i've ever met in my entire life and like he's just straight evil um he's like a stupid uh pseudo intellectual guyanese dude who works in it who like uh worked at the twin towers but like skipped the day of work unfortunately so like he's still alive unfortunately um which is annoying uh but yeah like he reads a lot of comics and like i got really into comics and like was really into like art and stuff i feel like the reason i didn't think about like transition or my own gender is because i was like too busy escaping the like horrors of reality with like reading spider-man and spawn and like not thinking about my own like place in the world and like i think in high school i was so depressed i just kind of like sometimes stopped eating and mostly just like um didn't really think about myself and dressed really disgusting and like was like a metalhead who listened to like under oath and shit um or whatever um and then like uh i met my girlfriend gabby and like i just kind of like fell into like a straight relationship that was actually really good we uh did a lot of bdsm and like had sex at parks in public um at night when no one could see us a lot of the time it was really great um, I think the one thing that's really different from most trans women to me is that, like, I didn't feel bad about being, like, a straight guy. I was, like, a straight guy for a really long time, and I, like, had no problem with it. I think it was fine. Like, I didn't, nothing, like, about it made me dysphoric, really. I didn't get dysphoric until, like, I started, like, uh, being bisexual, like, when I was, like, 23 or whatever. You know? Okay. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So you like, didn't really, when you say being bisexual when you were 23, sorry, one second. Sorry, I had to cough. Um, when you say being bisexual when you're 23, do you mean like active identification, like as bisexual, like thinking of yourself as bisexual? Uh, I guess I did think about myself as bisexual after a while, but at first I kind of like just like was on a sex forum and was like talking to a sissy from Australia who like did a lot of meth, and like I didn't know that she wasn't a woman until she said that she was a sissy, and then I was like, oh, I guess I'm into, like, really femme twinks or whatever. I guess I'm bisexual. Oh, God. And then I got really embarrassed because I felt like I was going to bring home, like, a really faggoty femme-ass dude to my house at some point and piss my dad off, I guess. 
Um, I started uh, painting my nails so that like people could tell that I was gay, which is a really big cope, like huge cope. Like, what the fuck is that about? But I did that for a while, and then I just would become progressively more femme over time. I just like kind of looked at black twink femmes, and I was like, I'm fat, um, and I don't really understand that. And I don't know if I want to be femme, but I definitely want to be like feminine ish. I don't know something like I just noticed that like femme twinks were like really fucking annoying and like really not the best, and also just like most of the white people twinks that I dated were crazy racist, um, and that was not fun. That never changed, but you know it was definitely like a rude awakening. I think for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it was really weird. I was like, you know, uh the first guy I ever slept with was this guy named Paul and like he just was so into black people, like so into black people and like could not stop cheating on his boyfriend. The first date we ever had, he cheated on his boyfriend with me and also made me watch RuPaul's Drag Race and also he danced a lot and also he wanted to do drag and also he was probably a trans woman. I don't know. He was fine. He was a normal dude. He just annoyed me. And also, like, his breath smelt, and I didn't really like that. Um, also, he had a feeder kink and wanted to feed me grapes all the time, and it was really weird, and I was not super into it. Um, also, he didn't want to suck my dick. Because... <laughs> like, no, he... No, he <laughs> no I'm sorry, I'm laughing at the, the feeder kink and the grapes thing. Because it's like... <laughs> I don't really... I don't, I don't, like, know a ton about feeder kink, but, like, the point is to gain weight, right? Yeah, I'm already fat. He just kind How of are you going to gain weight from grapes? What the fuck? Like, okay, like, I get, like, the sort of, like, aesthetic of, like, someone, like, laying on a on a chase lounge with, like, grapes or whatever, but, like... Yeah, he kind of wanted, like, the full faggoty Greek, like, worship thing where he's feeding some black guy grapes or something. I don't know what the fuck it was about. It was really, like, just super insanely weird. And, like, I asked to suck his dick, and he's like, no, you don't want to suck my small dick. I want to suck your massive black cock. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Normal. Super normal. Very normal, and I'm used to this. And that was, like, our relationship, and I ghosted him after a while because I was really sick of seeing him. Um, but, yeah, my parents found me on Grindr um, when I started, like, using it because my mom was friends with this, like, twink from her salon, and she was like, why are you on Grindr? And I was like, I don't know, Mom, fuck you, and... Like, uh, I just got kicked out of my house after a while for being bisexual, and, like, uh, my friends also got mad at me and said I was pansexual because I was into trannies, which was stupid. It was a stupid <laughs> thing to say. Why people make generalizations. kind of dumb. I don't think pansexuality exists. It's just a dumb, like, extra word that makes no sense. Like, what's the difference? When I was, like, 13, or no, like, younger, like, 12 or 11 or something, I was, like, you know doing that thing where you like go online and you're like trying to like learn about sex and so you're just like googling stuff and i like read about bisexuality and pansexuality and i was like these kind of seem like the same thing to me and then i like thought about it and i was like okay well the bisexual flag looks really stupid it looks like a beach ball so i'm gonna be bisexual yeah. uh instead of pansexual because the colors are better and that's i've never changed my mind on that <laughs> I think the only time I felt affirmed in being a bisexual man was like listening to Tyler the Creator's Flower Boy and being like, this is exactly my experience. Um, <laughs> and like, other than that, I felt like being bisexual was really lame. And I just kept sleeping with trans women, I guess. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I like I moved to Harlem with my aunt and like started seeing this trans guy named Adrian, um, who I guess we had like a sexting Tumblr relationship, and uh, he was younger than me and like did not want to be emotionally involved with me and was also going through a lot of dysphoria and like problems with his fa family and like was staying in a cabin with his family and crying all the time and I was helping him with his emotional needs and he was just like a real mess of a person. He's like number two or four on many vids now. Um, I don't know. He's a nice guy. I haven't really talked to him in forever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah, I know. He gets paid for like just smoking weed with his tits out. I don't know if he's still doing that. That's the last thing time I checked on him in 2020, but whatever. Good for him. That sounds fucking nice. I wish I was I yeah. my tits out. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. I met like a lot of like crazy trans women uh as I've transitioned. Uh the craziest trans woman I've met uh who didn't traumatize me completely was probably my friend Mel um when I was a uh, yeah, no, her and her girlfriend were crazy. Uh, I knew uh, Mel and, uh, what's her name? Was it Clara? Clara. Yeah. I knew Mel and Clara when I was starting to transition. And Mel would always tell me that I wasn't really a punk, even though she was a tanky who only listened to, like, uh, fucking Knocked Loose and, like, saw Knocked Loose a lot. And that was, like, why she was a real punk, even though all I did was go to show me the body shows, which is, like, insane to me. Uh, okay, I, I should. I I just want to like. I'm wearing my show me the body hoodie right now. I just. Oh wanna... god, those guys are such fucking posers. Um. So like, I've met Julian. I've like, I know show me the body. They hang out with a bunch of assholes, and also like Julian, the guy who like is like the vocalist of that band, like Owens Pratt Institute. His dad owns Pratt Institute. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, they're rich as fuck. That honestly is not super surprising. Um, <laughs> it's damn, so, it's so that's fun. crazy. Yeah, that's fucking so, crazy. Yeah, I know they're like so clouded in this like fucking New York scene. It's so annoying. They're fine guys and they make great music, so I can't really get mad at them for it. You know? Yeah. No, let I feel that. Jew, let the rich Jewish dude make music. Why not? It's fine. You know, we need like a. They're 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 just they're just like. Beastie Boys for 2020, and like that's great. We need that. That needs to like be a thing. That's like yeah, an important no, part of the ecosystem. Like, at least they like kind of bring hip hop into the scene. I mean, like if it weren't for Show Me the Body, I would have never seen Dream Crusher, and then I would have never like gotten into noise music. So that would have been terrible for me. I was I was literally like thinking when I was like listening to your music, I was like, this kind of reminds me of Dream Crusher. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm a huge Dream Crusher fan. I played with Lil Wayne twice. I think they're an amazing artist. Yeah, I, I I saw them with Show Me the Body, um, and like yeah, they used to play with Show Me the Body all the time, but they don't do it anymore. Yeah, like I they were touring. I think they were touring together. Yeah, I, I assume that they were because I mean I wasn't in New York, I was in Pittsburgh, so yeah, they're probably touring together. So like that's yeah, that makes yeah, um, yeah. The dream, dream, listen to Dream Crusher, everyone in the audience right now. If you like noise music, like. If yeah, you dream. like Dream Crusher, please see them live because that's the only way to see them. 
It really is. Like the nothing that I've listened to has like comes close to like yeah, just like fucking them yeah. <laughs> wandering ra- around a completely dark basement with like lights flashing and like shouting into a microphone and like <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely fucking insane. It's dude. so fucking good. Yeah. It was so fucking good. And fucking good. It's so great. Yeah, I know. It was it was it was so funny. Their set was really their set was really crazy, but it was it was very funny to me because um I was at the the venue the venue where I saw the show was my friend's house and um so I was there like early while the bands were setting up, just kind of hanging around. And when they rolled up, uh, Dream Crusher, I don't know what what's their what's their name? You said you said it earlier. I don't Luane. actually Luane. Yeah. yeah, they they I don't know. <laughs> This is like my only interaction with them, so I don't know how if they were like. I assume that they were just like really fucking stoned because they seemed like it, but they were just like, "Do you have any like vitamin B12?" And I was like, "No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't." Um, and I was just like, "Okay, that was interesting." And then, you know, no, come to come to no, see their no. set, and I was like, "Damn, no, that bitch is awkward. She does not leave her house." <laughs> That bitch is awkward. They do not leave their house at all. They're they're super weird. I love them. They're great. No, it was great. It was it yeah. was fucking great. Um, it was a fucking amazing set. I think about it all the time. It was yeah, it was so right. fucking good. Yeah, no, it's awesome. But yeah, I don't know. Um, fucking <laughs> making music and transitioning has been like the weirdest thing I've ever like had to do. I think it's it's just been kind of crazy. And like also just existing on the internet as much as I do has also been kind of weird. I've gotten into a lot of weird shit by being on TikTok. I think there's a Kiwi Farms entry on me actually, which is really funny. No, That's funny. Is Kiwi is Kiwi Farms still up? Like, is it? Yeah. I remember it was like touch and go for a little bit. That's fucking crazy. What the hell? Well, I don't know. I mean, like Clara tried taking it down at one point, but that doesn't really matter because she's mostly just grifting to make money. Oh fuck! Is that the Clara that you were talking about earlier? Yeah, that's the same. Oh, okay. Fuck. Yeah, that's what. What's there? Is that that's Keffels, right? Is like the yeah, green yeah, name? Keffles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We did a podcast together one time, and we like talked a few times. She's a terrible person. I don't know. I like don't talk to her anymore. Like ever since she got famous, I, I've literally never like spoken to her again. I'm pretty sure she has me blocked on Discord or whatever the fuck. I was in her server for a while. It was really weird. She has a lot of BPD. Like. Just so much of it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know her at all. I like have intentionally. It's like one of those things where you like see it and you're just like, I don't want to learn anything about that. Um. Uh, that's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about most like I don't know streamers. I'm just kind of yeah. like I I don't want to know anything about that. Yeah. No. I was mostly friends with her girlfriend Mel. Like I don't know. She was also kind of weird too. She was really nice and like a good person, and honestly, kind of a great leftist. Besides being a tanky, um, it was just like the whole uh, it used to be a Nazi thing that kind of made me super uncomfortable. But like, whatever. Oh shit! Fucking yeah, <laughs> a lot. A lot of tankies are like ex-Nazis. It's like kind of a weird thing I never really understood. I feel like it's just like believing in nothing but like the DPRK and Stalin is like kind of a white supremacist lens of like how to like exist as a as a leftist and a marxist it just doesn't make a lot of sense i think it's i don't know my kind of like impression of it was always just like it was kind of born out of like a more edginess than anything and it's like no i don't know like i don't know it's 
it's a it's a full worship of like white totalitarianism okay yeah i don't know yeah maybe i have like tried to not really think about that sort of stuff too because <laughs> i just find it like really kind of goofy like i don't know i was like an anarchist for many many years and probably still am by most like reasonable standards i just sort of like i mean i don't know i'm, I'm, an, anarchist. <laughs> I, I'm an anarchist my first like protest was recently going to the march in washington and that was pretty insane um for uh, palestine yeah yeah okay hell yeah yeah it was fucking great um i still want to keep going to marches uh by uh some of my friends are planning on doing some pretty crazy shit as far as activism goes and some of them are just reading books either or is great i mean as long as you're doing something i guess yeah 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 no, i feel that Everyone, everyone has their part in the revolution. Do it in whichever ways your best dissidents, and just do your best. I just want to do a little bit of protesting and marching and activism and mutual aid without getting arrested. That's all I want to do. Yeah, getting arrested is not fun. Would not recommend. No, uh, no um, I wouldn't recommend it either. But I feel like we've been just kind of bullshitty for a little bit. But um, I do yeah. want to rewind, right? Because so you talked about sort of like. Um, you almost kissed this friend of yours. What do you say? Was it Greg? Was his name Greg, or did I make yeah, that up? Yeah, yeah, Greg. Yeah, what about? Okay. Him? No, yeah. I was just, I was just curious because you said that you didn't really sort of like start to like. Um, uh, did Did you recognize that that was like a thing that almost happened at the time, and what was your kind of reaction to that? No, no, we just like deeply looked into each other's eyes, and then we're just like, we're not gay, and then just like, kind of recalibrated back to being straight boys. Um, did you say we're not gay or was it sort of like a no we just just was like an, an implied like <clears throat> yes uh straight nerd uh let's play video games uh okay okay soul caliber let's do that um right and like we just kind of didn't think about it um but like i think when i was in college um i like got high on like weed and molly and i woke up um from a like a molly blackout and like um, it's probably Xanax. It doesn't matter. So, like, I wake up and blacking out on, like, Xanax and, and weed. And then, like, I just fucking, um, start, like, uh, like, we're, we're playing, like, Truth and Dare, Truth or Dare, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this cute white boy, right? And, like, we Truth or Dare him, and he, and they're, like, uh, they're, like, I dare you to close your eyes and let anyone in this circle kiss you. And they're two cute black girls, one black guy, and me. And so I, like, reach across from him while he has his eyes closed and I just kiss him. And then he thinks, and he, like, has to guess who did it. And he thinks that one of the cute black girls did it. And he finds out it's me. And he's, like, totally fucking ghastly scared as fuck. And I, like, give him a cute, like, uh, wave. And then I'm like, oh, I guess I'm into guys. Maybe. A little bit. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't really think about it much um, until, like, I started, like, sexting people on the internet and like then i kind of just uh got really into futinari porn and sissy hypno for a really long time okay yeah and what was the kind of like what was the kind of landscape of sort of like uh i don't know like sexual possibility like kind of coming up for you like where did you like know many queer people um no sort of like along the way to any of this or was it kind of just your sort of on your own it it was on my own i like literally didn't know like any queer people really um at all 
at that time, um, like, I just kind of went on Grinder and started figuring it out, and, like, I don't know, like, it was really hard to navigate, I think, because, like, when I was on, like, sex forums, everyone was like, oh, you're, like, a black gay guy, I want you to, like, cuck me and fuck my white wife, and I was like, okay, um, cool, and, like, everyone was, like, kind of hitting me with, like, a lot of race play, and, like, it was, like, really, like, jarring, <laughs> I wasn't, like, used to it, um, it was hot, but, like, it was still, like, a lot to take on, and I was like, that's crazy, and then I started, like, going on, um, fucking grinder and, like, fucking twinks, and then, like, uh, I started fucking trans women, and, like, I met a lot of different demented trans women, and one of them was my ex, Jess, who was crazy, but, you know, she was nice at first, and we, like, went to a ball and, like, uh, saw a bunch of, like, black people dancing at a kiki, and, like, it was me and her white Italian ass, and we were making out, like, a bunch, and she was trans femme. I did not understand that at all. I wanted her to be my boyfriend, so she was for, like, a couple months until I started understanding trans femininity better, and I stopped being such a little shithead. I was, like, a total anti-feminist. I just, like, tried to be less of an anti-feminist because she kept on railing at me because she thought Anita Sarkeesian was based or something. I don't know. Um, so, like, we just kind of batted heads as far as, like, our, uh, our like, political ideologies, but she was, like, a woke Italian trans girl who was also crazy racist and, like, had a crazy racist family, and, like, I thought she was, like, politically superior to me, so I, like, de-radicalized myself a lot, watched a shitload of ContraPoints, and also, like, Nick Spheres, who's a great fucking YouTuber, and also transitioned into a trans woman halfway through me watching her, um, and, like, I don't know, I just, like, kept watching, like, trans content and hanging out with my trans femme girlfriend and fucking trans women. Um, and, uh, after a while, I was just like, maybe I should be non-binary. And, like, that's kind of how it all went. I was also, like, doing SoundCloud rap and slam poetry at the same time, which was, like, insane. But I guess that's what my life was like. Okay. <laughs> There's, like, a lot of... There's a lot going on there at the same time, it sounds like. Damn, that's wild. Yeah. Um, right? So, <laughs> um, hmm. okay, and what's the sort of, like, okay, so I'm trying to, fuck, like, the timeline of this, I'm trying to keep straight. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. It's okay. That's everyone's life's a lot. Um, so, I remember earlier, right? You were talking about sort of like the kind of like lead to cross dressing as like. Um, right, Halloween, famous, you know, just opportunity for people learning things about themselves. Um, but then that's sort of like leading to like a, you mentioned like um, feeling some kind of like superiority over sissies because you were like cross dressing in public. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. I have, I have like a weird, like, sissified identity where i'm like yeah i'm a sissy sure but like i'm like the top sissy who like tops other sissies and like i would always go on like 
uh, fucking, like, sex chats and, like, reddits and kicks and all whatever the fuck and, like, sex, like, a million different sissies as, like, a top who's, like, a black trans femme top and I would be so much more figured out about my gender than they were and it was, like, a fucking just a superiority complex over other sissies who just had no idea what the fuck they were doing and I kind of loved that. It was really fun um, and, like, I don't know. I was just like, yeah, I'm a sissy, whatever, but, like, I'm also, like, better at it than you are because I'm able to top people still and I don't need to cage myself, because I also, for for a really long time, thought caging was really bad for your penis, even though it's hot as fuck, so I do not believe that anymore. <laughs> is, I mean, I assume if you're, like, if it's too tight or something, that would be bad for your spirit. Oh, yeah, no, like, literally, but... if, you your, if you cage your dick, like, too much, it'll actually atrophy and get smaller and smaller and smaller. I've seen people, like, yeah. dick so small that they, like, could not operably do anything with it anymore ever again. Yeah, that yeah. tracks. But <laughs> but you you believed that in a more like it's serious. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I was like kink shaming so hard, but I was like, I don't know, I'm over <laughs> like do whatever the fuck you want. Okay, like just don't kink shaming for do do whatever you want. Just don't cut your dick off. Okay, just be normal. Like <laughs> unless you're doing it with a surgeon, you know. It's fine. It's fine. Have you ever seen the? Sorry. <laughs> Have you ever seen the? Uh, there's a post on the on the boy moding subreddit from a girl that did her uh, own orchiectomy like at home. Oh uh, no! <laughs> that is terrifying. It was fucking amazing. She was like, the one in the comments was like, "Aren't you? Why didn't you like?" you know, just, like, get a doctor to do this, and she was like, I don't know, I thought it'd be interesting to try it, and they were like, what about, like, sterility? And she's like, hospitals aren't magic, you can just make your home sterile. <laughs> she's so <laughs> Gave herself an orky? <laughs> yeah. That bitch is crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking she's hard. Like, she, she, she's, she's built fucking different, that's insane. But you, like, you know, but then, like, I, I don't know, like, I've come across, like, so many, like, stories of girls doing this, like, all over the place, like, back, like, through time. Like, there's, like, fuck, I wish I could remember it now. There, I've, I, like, read some story about, like, two trans girls that were, like, roommates in, like, the 70s or something that, like, did each other's orkies, just, like, in their living room. That's One of them had, like, grown up on a farm and, like, had castrated animals before. And was like, it can't be that different on, like, a person. So, you know. <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing. I love trans women and their can-do attitudes. It's so fucking hard. It goes so hard. I'm getting um, a feeling that one of the girls that I slept with finds this very hot. One of the ones in the bed right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just thinking about someone sterilizing you and doing surgery on you and yeah and then cutting you up that's hot okay yeah no she finds it hot yeah yeah okay hell yeah <laughs> okay hell yeah okay so that you're like the alpha sissy yes i'm like the alpha sissy that is what i was like very just alpha sissy i was just good at topping sissies and that was what i did and like i fucking just made a bunch of like only fan stuff and i noticed that like before i started estrogen people were more into me i feel like pre-transition girls are like something that people are really into and it's like something that they don't get to see much 
Huh. Yeah, I mean, now that the whole, like, femboy kink is a thing, like, you don't even have to deal with, like, the trans misogyny of it all. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, like, they're just, like, a femboy, so, like, they're, like, a dude, but they're also not a dude. It's so great. Okay, um, hold on. Give me a second. Goodbye. Yeah, uh, sorry. Girls leaving. Um, I'm back. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. Like, what was I saying? Um, that the femboy kink has made it easier to not to, or has taken some of the heat off with respect to trans misogyny. Yeah, no. It's like, guys want to be trans misogynistic to trans women in bed, and also they love it when girls have hard dicks. So, uh, it's just, like, super easy to, uh, you know, be a femboy now. And I was not skinny enough to be a femboy. And most of those Discord servers were like, you're not a femboy. You don't count. You're fat. And I was like, okay, whatever. Fuck, I'll do my own thing. And, like, I had a simp for a while. This, like, white guy who, like, called me, like, his Nubian queen and, like, would give me 50 to $25 at a time. I miss that guy. That guy was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> there's nothing crazy about being someone's newbie and queen for money that's great no it sounds awesome i would exactly. i would yeah <laughs> um who among us would say no yeah um hey uh your dress is inside out so you know you're welcome uh but yeah i don't know like I've seen a lot of fucking bullshit, like, doing OnlyFans especially. It was, like, a really stupid thing. I had to delete the whole thing for a little bit because it was, like, really causing me a lot of trauma. I'm back at it now, and I barely take it seriously because I'm using most of my time making music, you know? Like, I don't really care about how bad I am at making OnlyFans videos. Uh, it's fun, though. I'll say that much. And it definitely did affect my gender. I feel like... There were times where I felt really ugly, and then there are times where I felt really beautiful and affirmed from, like, all of the sex that I've had. I feel like a lot of my transition has been, like... I feel like there are two different types of trans women. They're, like, the ones who, like, need to have lots of sex to understand their own gender, and ones who never have sex and try to understand their gender as, like, a sexless thing, which is, like, kind of stupid. Um, and I feel like I'm definitely the former instead of the latter. The former being, being that you've had, of, having had a lot of sex and it's coming to understand yourself through that. Yeah, exactly. Understanding my gender through sex. I mean, there was a long time where like I had sex with like twenty people in one year. I hadn't transitioned yet, and like a lot of my time that I spent like was just uh, fucking, you know, dis like dissociating and having a lot of dysphoria after fucking trans women. And not understanding why. And then I was like, oh, I just need to have sex with them as a woman. And then, like, that would make things easier, actually. And so I just started doing that, and it felt a lot better. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And it's like, I don't get dysphoria about, like, being a top. I don't really want to get rid of my dick. I mean, I definitely sexualize and fetishize the idea of not having a penis or my penis being useless, but definitely I've never been like, oh, I don't want to have a penis. Like, that's just stupid. I like being a dick girl. I like being a whole, like, Futanari gender bitch. It's fucking hot. Why wouldn't I want that? Yeah, I don't know. 
interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Something gender affirming about like being a top and like being good at it as a woman and like being female and being dominant and like taking up lots of space as a black woman. That's like all things that I find really affirming. Being an angry black girl is like what I've always wanted to be. And if I'm really butch about it, that's also really cool too. Like, I don't know. I don't want to pass. Yeah. I don't want to get rid of my dick. I don't want to do anything. I just want to be a weird gender fucked woman kind of sort of who just like has sex about it all the time. And that's fine. Hell yeah. No, that's yeah. valid. Yeah. <laughs> that's valid. Yeah. I don't think there's <laughs> anything wrong with transitioning into a total pervert. No. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, pervert to pervert pervert type one to pervert type two um that was actually that was something someone said about the the blanchard thing the other day someone on twitter was like you realize that like the opposite from the agp isn't like normal girl right like it's still <laughs> like a, a, a goofy pervert. pervert thing yeah it's it's just a different kind of pervert yeah, um, no. like but I would never want to be a straight girl, you know, like the amount of primping and perfection that it takes to do that just seems so not my jam, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like these like high femmes and girl twinks are all really dysphoric and like super fucking insecure and like just do not even ask for the bare minimum half the time when it comes to men. And that seems so unfortunate. You know, was that your when when you when you were dating trans women as a man? Did you sort of like notice that or pick up on that? No, I just kind of felt like a lot of them didn't take me seriously because like I wasn't really like treating them like other guys were treating them. I treated them with a lot of respect, and I was also like super like out and open with them and like very normal and shit and like. I would take them out on dates. I would treat them with a bare minimum of respect and like they wouldn't really be super respect receptive to it. Like they kind of wanted me to be trade. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like they wanted me to be trade and most girls when they like met me and also my girlfriend would just be like, okay, you're not just not trade. You're also like, you have a girlfriend who's also trans, who's also like hotter than me. And that makes me super uncomfortable. Like, I remember uh, this one girl uh, I, who broke up with me for two reasons. She broke up with me for, one, setting her up with the guy she was flirting with that night by saying, hey, the girl that I'm fucking right now is really, like, into you. You should, like, fuck her. And, like, he made out with her. And she was like, oh, my God, that guy kissed me. I wanted him to kiss me so bad. And I was like, yeah, I told him to kiss you because, like, you know, he's into you. And I thought that that'd be nice. Right? Yeah. Um, and she was like so insulted by that. Um, her name is. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say her whole name. Writer or whatever. Uh, she was weird. Uh, she was a total fucking size queen. Uh, the sex was amazing. Um, but when we went out to a party, uh, she needed to tell everybody that I had a nine inch cock to like every white girl he, she met. Which was not great and made me super uncomfortable. And she got belligerently drunk and just kept telling people about my dick the whole time and was crazy racist. Um, 
And then she asked me to be in her web series called where she broke up with me as a guy named Felix who was a uh, bisexual rapper dude and also wrote an article about breaking up with me as a bisexual rapper dude. <laughs> yeah, no, she was deranged. Um, Fascinating. Yeah, she has me blocked on everything because she didn't pay me for the fucking uh, web series and then I got in her shit about it and she paid me $300 and felt really bad about it. Okay. Well, yeah. got your money. Hell yeah. But I'm sorry. But I'm sorry for everything else. That sounds really uh, <laughs> fucked. It's um, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, it seems like race has been a big fucking aspect of this. Uh, and saying that sounds kind of fucking stupid on my part, because, yeah. Um, you, weren't, you weren't, like, thinking about how race was going to be a big part of this? I mean, I kind of assumed it would, just because, no, I mean, like, I don't know. It's, it is, like, a thing, obviously. Um, and, like, I'm not surprised it is. I just, like, I don't know. I never really know, like, what kind of, like, productive questions to ask about it, because it seems like, hmm. Well, I'll say this much. I've heard that there's this article on, like, being a black lesbian, um, not just, like, trans, just, like, cis. Like, being a black cisgender lesbian is very alienating and isolating because there aren't that many other black lesbians to date. And a lot of the time, like, black lesbians don't get along with each other very much. And, like, you know, the dating pool is very small. So a lot of the time you're dating white women, you know? And dating mm -hmm. white women can be extremely alienating and difficult because, like, yeah, she understands you as a woman, she understands you as a lesbian, but she doesn't understand you as a black woman at all, you know? Yeah. And just because she understands you as a black woman doesn't mean she takes you seriously, you know? Even if mm -hmm. you can do that, you know? And I've, like, fucked a lot of white trans women, and, like, I think the one thing that's been the commonality is that at some point, like, they take, like, the sex that we have and start to show their true colors as someone who like does not only doesn't understand my race but also like fetishizes my race you know my ex-fiance like watched a lot of black t-girl porn um like one of the trans girls that i had sex with for a while um like just had a like a, a like a huge race kink and like could not come unless like i was fucking her with my organic penis because I had to get hard and fuck her with my black dick. That was, like, a thing she needed. Like, I don't know. Like, there's, like, a lot of trans girls who, like, are, like, have just crazy race kinks and, like, don't even admit it. I think that's the worst part. I think, like, a lot of white trans women don't admit that they have, like, a kink for, like, black trans women entirely for a lot of different reasons. And I feel like it's, like, a thing where, like, as a top, they kind of need that form of femininity but also that form of masculinity at the exact same time that they can't really get from any other type of woman i guess and it's a little alienating and kind of annoying but i've kind of learned to sexualize it a little bit you know interesting like a yeah. sort of like like a like a like a racialized autogynophilia yeah like, sure like an auto yeah no like yeah. i don't know like my my thing, my thing is, is that when I go, when I go to like, when I go to like, when I go to parties like Body Hack, and like when I go to like 
bars and shit. Like, I'm always, like, really mask off and super loud and take up lots of space. And I'm just, like, the bitch who, like, is joking about how she's, like, into CNC and race play and all this other crazy shit to, like, scare off every other bitch except for the one white bitch that I do want to fuck who's actually into all the things that I'm into, you know? Which is why I don't usually fuck women, like, that I know, like, in this little, like, trans scene in New York. Um, I don't usually do that because most of them are, like, not with the shits. They're too vanilla and I'm not really into it, you know? If you can't be a fucking full-ass adult and just be like, I'm into you and I'm into all the things that you're into, then I just don't want to fuck you, honestly. Okay. Yeah, and, like, I do kind of like projecting, like, a fake like faux misogyny and being like a butch and like being really toppy and like taking up lots of space and being a loud black woman that like scares the shit out of most people. People find me scary. I have a lot of ho scaring energy and I kind of love that I have the ability to do that because like, honestly, I don't have time for people who are going to be non-combative and like, give me a bunch of like white frailty and like pretend like they're the victim because they're a white woman or whatever the fuck that shit is annoying and stupid and it gets on my fucking nerves. Right, I mean, it's just, it, it it doesn't, like, help to, like, forming, like, either, like, relationships, and, like, not, like, relationship in, like, a strong sense, but just, like, any sort of relationship, whether it's just, like, you're, like, friends that have sex with each other, or you're, like, actual, like, ro- or you're, like, romantic partners, or anything like that, like, it's just a, like, a, a, a very sincere barrier to that, and, like, if people aren't willing to address that sort of shit, then... Yeah, and it's, like... So many people play lip service to how um, they, like, care about black trans women and, like, they need to protect black trans women and give black trans women money and, like, help and all this fucking need. But the minute you meet a black trans girl who's actually going through it, actually needs to survive, and also actually just isn't fucking polite, like, that shit fucking goes out the goddamn window and they're just like, that bitch is crazy. Fuck her. She's predatory. She's evil. You know, I mean, most of the people who, like, do this fucking stupid cancel culture bullshit, they usually do with dark-skinned black trans women just going through the shits and are just a little bit too messy to be, like, polite and normal like everybody else. Right. It's so much of, like, a... Um, I don't know. Yeah, like, the, the, the sort of, like, respectability, the kind of, like, perfect, uh, like, victim that, like, no one actually is. Like, no one's actually, like... Yeah, like, when people are going through, like, a hard time, they're going through a hard time. They're not going to articulate themselves well. They're not going to, you know, like, consider other people perfectly. Like, they're going to be dealing with their shit. And, like, yeah, you need to, like, give people grace for that. Like, And as someone who does a lot of mutual aid, I'll just tell you this right now. I have never had a GoFundMe be fully funded ever in my fucking life. And not a single black trans woman I know has ever fully funded her GoFundMe. And also, white trans women get more money in mutual aid. That's just how that works. Yeah, I wanted to believe that. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. Yeah, no, it's fucked. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm I'm white, and I was able to when I got my vaginoplasty, right? I got it. Like, yeah, my GoFundMe, like, yeah, hit it. Cool. Yeah, it was fine. But it was good. Uh, like, it's, it's like I'm I'm grateful for that, in, like a personal level. But like, yeah, exactly. Like, no, what I. Yeah, like I can recognize the the dynamics yeah. of that. Yeah. What, what I think what I think is really annoying is that like anytime I've had a GoFundMe, like uh people get like really fucking like annoying with it. There was this one girl who Venmo me money and like um like gave me an emoji which was like a white hand and a black hand shaking hands and a trans flag and like it was fifty dollars and I was just like, What are you doing? 
the emojis and too much. The emojis too much. And then oh, like, yeah. I remember, I remember the one time someone fully funded their like transition fund. One time, it was a black trans woman on Twitter. It was like a couple years ago. Um, she pretended to be kidnapped. For oh. Fuck, I think I remember that. I remember yeah. that. That was that? fucking crazy. I was just little... like I was just like immediately like this seems pretty like fishy. Like I'm just not gonna say anything about this. Um, if you need a fake your kidnapping to get the bag, do it. No, I mean I I was <laughs> That bitch is my hero. That bitch is my fucking hero. <laughs> Yeah, there was like <laughs> that was fucking crazy. I remember that. That was fucking insane. Oh my god! Like Listen, she was hot. As, she was hot as shit, and she didn't need any of the money she asked for, but she got it. And she, I hope she bought a car. I really do. Oh my fucking god! That's like yeah. If if yeah. <laughs> One time there was this black trans woman who did a fucking GoFundMe that my friend told me about and she just like did a GoFundMe for a pink Lambo because she's a black trans woman and deserves a pink Lambo and she fucking got it. That rules. That's... That fucking rules. That fucking rules. Like I need a car. Give me a car. <laughs> oh my fucking god. That goes hard. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like I want to ask more questions about like the race play stuff and because I don't know. I mean, it seems like a sort of like strange thing to navigate in the sense that it seems like right. It seems like in a lot of these stories, people have a like um, partners of yours are like not are like sort of like slipping. Yeah, like or just dishonest, but then also like sort of like slipping between like different kinds of like. Um, like the the kind of environments in which like you know different sorts of behaviors might be like acceptable or acceptable is a weird word to use there but like you get what i mean right like yeah no i mean like i don't know i have i think out of out of the many white trans women that i have dated only three of them have admitted that they're into race play and uh the rest of them have kind of all been like size queens or like really into my hair or something you know like really small stuff that's like kind of can bleed over you know like i remember one time i saw a a white trans woman's uh uh profile and i was like really into it because it was like she was like Free Palestine, pro BLM, really into hip hop, only into black people. <laughs> I was like, need to talk to this woman. It sounds amazing. And she never messaged me back, and I was so mad. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so come on. But no, uh, it's whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, I like dating women who are, like, brown, like, Aronis. Indian, she's sweet, and I love her a lot. But also, I like dating white women. I like, I like the, I like the toxicity of it, you know, like of an interracial relationship 
where one party just doesn't understand anything and the other party is just like you are in for a ride buddy it's, it's always like some white girl who's like, I've never dated a black person ever in my life. And then just a black person is like, I dated so many of you. You have no idea, you know? And yeah. like, yeah. But at the same time, like anytime I date a, like a white trans girl who's like dated a lot of black women, it's like really refreshing. It's like super refreshing. Cause like the way they talk about race and they talk to me about anything is so much more comfortable. Like they're like, I think the difference between like a white trans woman who's never dated a black girl before and a white trans woman who has dated black girls quite often actually is that they're not afraid of being racist. <laughs> like a white trans girl who's dated a lot of black girls is not afraid of being racist. If she says something racist, she'll just be like, okay, I guess this is something racist. I'm sorry. You know, whatever it happens. And then just like, move on and they'll just take that fucking l and move on and it's fine you know yeah take it on the chin take it on the chin move on it's cool and like i don't know i one of the girls that was in my bed recently before she left um uh, is actually an italian trans girl from manhattan she's really fucking sweet um and like she said she'd only really dated brown women even before transition and like had only really been, like, kind of getting hit-ups from, like, black trans women for the most part, like, ever since she started transitioning, right? Right. Right. So I just jokingly called her a snow bunny, and she's like, what's that mean? And I was like, oh, just a white girl who's, like, only into black women and, like, just is really into fucking black women and fucking black people in general. Just, you know, that's just the whole thing. And she's like, oh, that's kind of (laughs) hot. Like, and she pretended to not be into race play for, like, maybe a week, and then got over it and was just like, no, this is actually really sexy. Um, and it's it's been great. It's been fun. It's been a long time to, like, accept, like, ever since I, like, kind of came out as, like, a trans woman to, like, accept that I am into race play and that it's actually not a masculinizing thing. And it's actually just kind of hot to top that way and do that and, like, kind of play with race as a farcical thing that, like, just... Like, the amount of power it has over people is stupid. Everyone's down for sissification and feminization, but the minute you talk about race play, they're just like, oh, that's too hard for me. That's crazy. Well, it's because, you, like, you're afraid of being racist, you know? I was going to say, I noticed that you used farcical, like, at the beginning for, like, uh, the way you were talking about gender, too. And so, yeah, it, it seems... I don't know, yeah, it, it seems like... I'm, like, usually... I feel like people make, like, sex-gender comparisons in a way that, like... um is like reductive or like sort of like misses nuances about both of them. But I feel like this is like a situation where the sort of like erotics of it, like maybe there is actually something comparable there. Well, yeah, because like, I think all of it is performance. And if you're performing it in the right way, then like you're good at it and people accept you. I don't really want to be accepted. I don't want people to like, you know, be into me in the ways that they want to be into me. I just want them to be into me for what I am. And I want to perform gender in the way that I want to perform gender. And I want to do it in the way that I think is fun, you know? And so, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, performing gender wrong or being bad at it or just, like, plainly <laughs> doing, it, doing it in weird ways. 
Sorry, I'm laughing because uh, of uh, my Twitter mentions over the past, like, 48 hours. Yeah, so, like, if you're a trans guy and you're just really bad at being a trans guy, that's fine. If you're bad at female socialization, that's fine. Like, I'm not good at being male socialized. I'm good at being a masculine lesbian. I like doing that. That shit's sick. Like, whatever. Just be the best version of yourself, you know? Just be happy. Do what makes you happy instead of doing what, like, people are telling you to do. I feel like half of, like, trans women's dysphoria is, like, an actual dysphoria. Like, an actual full-on internalized dysphoria, but the socialized dysphoria of being a trans woman in public, that shit is stupid. None of that is real, you know? If you just do enough of a mental head game and you're just like, well, maybe they misgendered me one time. Maybe they did this to me. Maybe they treated me in this way. Maybe I'm dealing with transmisogynoir or transmisogyny. That's fine. All you need to do is stand up for yourself. And that's what I don't see people doing half the time, you know? Yeah, everyone wants things to just sort of, like, work out naturally or, like, without them actually having to, like, do it. I don't know. People are, people are really, like, scared of, like, risking, like having to like it's like it is like it is like a scary thing to like put yourself out there and be like to like say like no like but one it you you need to do that like that's just part of like being in like a person in the world like you need to like be willing to like stand up for yourself and also like correct people when they're like disrespecting you or like yeah, no, and, like, for all the pretty trans women who are, like, super fishy and shit, and they're like, well, if you just did this and wore more makeup, then everyone would like you more, and, like, no one would misgender you ever again. If I walk up to you and I say Adam's apple, you're still gonna break down and cry like a little bitch. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, just be a woman in the way that makes you happy and do not shit on other women. That's super normal, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, I am, like at my workplace it's like and i get misgendered there sometimes like random people like people that i don't like work with like often like will like sometimes misgender me and i just like for the most part i actually just don't react because they're people i don't like see like see them like once like a week maybe and usually neither of us say anything to each other so it's like you know i don't give a shit if this like guy that works in like a completely different building says like thanks brother when i hold the door open for him or something like i don't give a shit about that um yeah. the like people that i work around every every day are like you know referring to me as she or whatever just sort of assume i'm like some weird like you know vaguely masculine lesbian or bisexual or whatever the fuck i don't know um yeah I mean, I definitely, I'm definitely like super like weirded out of people saying that I'm starting to pass more or some whatever the fuck or like that they like when women like gender me correctly, I'm like super freaked out by it. I'm just like, what the fuck? I have like short hair. I'm fat. I'm like not like kind of tall. Like I don't really understand why anyone would gender me correctly, but if they do, I'm like, cool. I got a free one. Great. What a confidence booster. And I move on. And if someone misgenders me, if I feel like it's in a way that's like really derogatory and they're calling me sir just to like make me feel smaller, I'll be like, fuck you, I'm a woman, and then you know that. Don't fucking do that. And that's it, you know? Yeah. 
And if I feel like I'm being stared at too much, I'll say something. You know, it's like super easy. Like I don't understand why people get all up in their shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We've been going for like a little bit over an hour at this point. I don't know if you have any kind of closing thoughts or anything you wanted to get to that we didn't get to or um, um, I feel like we've been kind of on a soapbox for a little bit at the end here. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't, that's I didn't, good. No, it's good. It's it's yeah. Good. No, I, I didn't mean to get like all of it. No, it's good. Like I told you, I wanted that. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean, like I don't know. Like there are a lot of fucked up ways to do your gender. There's a lot of crazy ways to do your gender, and like there's a lot of crazy things that can happen in CBT relationships. Um, but I think the best I could say for any trans woman who it wants to be trans is do the psychological work before you do the physical work and also advocate for yourself. Like both those things are extremely important. And I think the people who don't do that end up kind of being really unhappy. And I feel like uh, people don't understand that like a part of being a trans woman is like taking up space and you are taking up space with your body. You're taking up space with your choices and who you are as a person. And like that is important you know your community matters not only does your transition matter but like what it represents to other people that shit is really important and i think if you take up the proper amount of space you'll feel better about yourself don't be afraid of being a little bit loud and don't be afraid of being yourself and don't be afraid of doing things that other trans women say are freaky and weird because honestly it's better to be a weird horny pervert than to be like some boring bitch who goes to starbucks <laughs> Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. Also, I do not regret anything I've said about race play in this podcast. I love white women and you cannot stop me. I'm going to continue to be a crazy, monstrous, horrible, horrible race play femdom. That is just what I am like. Stop me if you can, but you can't. Whatever. I would never dream of it. Um... Obviously. <laughs> Um, all the support to you. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, thank you, audience, for listening. Uh, thank you to Lua for being on here. Um, we're mother on Spotify. Yeah, we're mother on Spotify. Listen to it; it's fucking good. Um, uh, suck my girl dick on YouTube. That's a really great YouTube video. So yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah. I'll put a link to that in the description. No, totally. You should. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Check out the Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon. All that sort of stuff. Hey. Sorry. My dog has been, like, whining for, like, Aww. the past, like, 20 minutes of this. Bolin, so, come here. Cute guy. He's a really cute guy. But... He's a really cute guy. All right. Good night.